being accountable and feeling safe enough in the space that you're in to be able to say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not good. <laughs> and I think a lot of the time people don't do that for fear of the stigma that may be placed on them. This is Code 3, the Firefighters Podcast, hosted by award-winning journalist Scott Orr. Now, here's Scott. That's right, and I will not let Parkinson stop me. Thank you for joining me today for another edition of Code 3. This is the show that gives you all the information on a firefighting topic that you need in about 20 minutes. Let's get started. If you've ever known a firefighter who's committed suicide, you know how that event can change your life. The death may have come as a complete surprise to you, or maybe you'd already been worried about the firefighter's state of mind before the death. There has been a lot said and written about what we can do for ourselves to prevent suicide. But today we're going to talk about a program designed to help you intervene in another firefighter's emotional crisis before it becomes a fatal one. The program is called Small Bites, because that's how you eat an elephant, one small bite at a time. The Small Bites program was developed by Sheena Glover. Sheena is a captain with the Omaha, Nebraska Fire Department. She is a 15-year veteran who holds several specialty ratings. And she's just the fourth black female in the history of the department. And Sheena Glover joins me now. Welcome to Code 3. Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's good to have you. So let's start with what Small Bites is and how you came up with it. Well, Small Bites is a tactical step-by-step approach to how we address the well-being of the firefighter. So it has applications of community risk reduction principles that kind of help teach, um, doesn't really matter your level, whether you're a firefighter, captain, battalion chief, lieutenant, um, how to really prepare for and respond to and really recover from any crisis situations that may occur during the course of a career, a day, etc. It was really created to kind of address the factors that really affect firefighters from a mental health standpoint. You can use it to apply to how we look at diversity and inclusion and a lot of other things that are kind of overlooked in the fire service as a whole. So you'd say it's a program to help firefighters help each other. Yes, exactly. So how do we identify when someone's in crisis, how do we really break the barriers that may exist in having difficult conversations? What prompted you to start this program? Well, I was my department's community risk reduction specialist. But prior to that, in 2014, I had a fire captain who taught me how to be a paramedic uh, die by suicide. And then it happened again in June of 2019 with a really close friend of mine who was a fire apparatus engineer and he also died by suicide and I got to really just be in those environments where these two individuals at once existed and really 
experience the awkwardness of having the conversations or really addressing what had happened in a way that was really healing and healthy for everybody around. Um, Most of the time, we just kind of avoided it and just worked through the day. So I, in my position as the community risk reduction specialist, started to look at the numbers and really process the data and analyze it for the increases that we were seeing in the number of peers who were needing um, mental health services and even emergent mental health intervention, whether it was them being taken to the Center for Excellence or to a hospital. We're all familiar with risk reduction, but how does Small Bites help firefighters do that for each other? So one of the things I noticed from a standpoint of being a firefighter as well as a paramedic was that many of the chapters covered in a lot of the texts that we study from to adopt our skill set and our knowledge and abilities for the job was a very small blurb in many textbooks on how do we take care of ourselves in moments of crisis or et cetera, right? So I started to kind of look at what can we do to be more proactive in how we're addressing or facing forward. Um, Community risk reduction principles really teach us about serving the public. So I started looking at it from airplane theory. So on an airplane, the first thing that they do is instruct you, if something happens on this plane, you put your oxygen mask on first before assisting anyone else. And then I started to think, like, how can we best serve a community when we ourselves are hurting and we're not addressing the issues that pertain to us? So looking at it from applying that same risk reduction model as far as assessing risk versus frequency and really coming up with a strategic plan in the form of attack in making sure that everybody goes home successfully at the end of the shift. Now, one of your goals with Small Bites is to teach the people who are participating how to, and I'll quote you here, accept personal responsibility for leading risk reduction and inclusion at the company level. So I know it might be hard to quantify, but how much responsibility do individual firefighters bear in this? Are they more suited to sit back and be treated for the problem or to help treat others? We all can say that the fire department is steeped heavily in tradition, right? Where most of those traditions actually drive the culture, whether it's station to station, member to member. But if we can start making those conversations that were once taboo, such as firefighter mental health or needing assistance or because we view ourselves as invincible sometimes as the ones who are helping and so we don't need help and really just know that it's okay to not be okay and sometimes we don't necessarily know what we don't know but being accountable and feeling safe enough in the space that you're in to be able to say what I'm not I'm not good (laughs) and I think a lot of Mm -hmm. the time people don't do that for fear of the stigma that may be placed on them. Well, plus there's been a long tradition of saying, just suck it up and keep going and not really treating it as a problem that can be treated or that needs to be treated. Right. I've been in the fire service for 15 years and there's many times where I've witnessed 
when there is a problem, it's easier to push that problem out somewhere else versus really truly handle and address the issues that are associated with it. So sometimes it's a fear thing and maybe I'm not equipped to truly take care of the problem once it's identified. And sometimes it's how do it how does it affect me in the greater scheme of the problem that is happening? Why do we need to take small bites to make this work? You know, I had an instructor ask me once, how do you eat an elephant? And I'm like, what does the elephant have to do with anything? <laughs> and <laughs> he was he looked at me like, no, I need you to think through the problem and how do you address it? And then he was like, you eat it one bite at a time. And just being able to look at it from that mental framework of, I'm going to take a small thing and I'm going to work through that until it's all gone and then move on to the next. It's like goal setting. It's easy to set a wide goal, but it's more achievable if you break those goals down into little segments of achievement. So you can see the progress in what you're doing and how you're getting towards what you want to see overall. Now I'm going to switch tracks and look at this from a different point of view. You're currently the only black woman serving with the Omaha Fire Department, which is a pretty high distinction all by itself. But you're also a single mother. How has that informed your view of how important this is? I grew up in a place where I wasn't expected (laughs) to be successful. It was never a requirement. It was never anything that we looked at for what is your future in anything. So being a single parent and on a fire service where I'm the only black female and now a captain, there are several challenges that you face along the way. So my perspective is different. But I think that having that different perspective allows me to see it outside of the tradition when it comes to the fire service. Because my mindset was never that. My goal prior to even becoming a firefighter, period, was to go to college and become a doctor. And then that progression kind of shift shifted after I had my first EMT class. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to major in EMS. And that is what I did. So um, from a standpoint of being in space where you're the anomaly and knowing the importance of what I bring to the team <laughs> and how do you introduce those values that you hold for what will actually benefit the whole group? It was a unique place. It is a unique place to be in. I think my voice is a little louder in regards to the impact that I have and the influence because I feel like I've proven that I'm capable of doing the job and I've demonstrated my ability to help hold other people up and do the work that's requested of me. Now, let me ask you this. How has the Small Bites program been received by your coworkers where you are? You know, my I was part of the um, National Fire uh, Academy's Managing Officers Program, and it was accepted by my peers in that space. Um, I have shared it with my organization and also one of the nonprofit first responders that works within our community. 
we are making strides as an organization to be more mindful of mental wellness and the well-being of the responder. And I think that we are taking the steps that we need to in the right direction. It's a slow process to get things moving in a way that you want to see, but I think that we're progressing for it in a great way. And I try to use a lot of the small bites principles with my fire station. So starting small and knowing that I can impact individuals in the space that I exist in on the company level and try to really make a cultural change one piece at a time, one person at a time. All right. How can people find more information on Small Bites? They can actually reach me directly and I'll be willing to share. I have a whole lesson plan drawn up for Small Bites and how we receive it. I'm currently working on a Small Bites B-I-T-E-S podcast so that we can have some of the conversations that we're not having right now. You know, like that we're kind of coming into. All right. And that email will be on our website. It'll be linked there. Sheena Glover, thanks for talking with me today on Code 3. Thanks for having me. And there is more about the Small Bites program, including Sheena's email address, on our website at Code3Podcast.com slash Small Bites, all one word. It's worth a look. Now, the topic of this episode is of utmost importance. So if you know of a firefighter who wants to start helping his brothers before it's too late, maybe you could have them listen to this show. Someone's life may be saved by your actions, and that's why you took the oath, right? I'd really appreciate it if you'd pass the word. All right, that's it. That's all for this edition of Code 3. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time with more, and I hope you'll be here too. I'm Scott Orr, and until then, stay safe. To contact us, get more information on today's show, or to subscribe to the podcast, go to Code3Podcast.com.